0: Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast. Just before we begin talking about today's exciting topic, I want to take a moment to ask you to consider partnering with me to reclaim this broken mental health system. I'm sure you know numerous people who struggle with anxiety and depression. Maybe you struggle with a chaotic mind and have felt the pain of intrusive thoughts. Too often this topic is not addressed in churches. And the world's answer is medication or meditation, both of which are not sustainable solutions. But there is a solution, and it's one that is easily accessible and applicable. But we do need your help to make the solution attainable for people all over the world, including yourself. As you know, we are passionate as an organization about helping people learn about the power of their minds and how to overcome mental health issues. So... Starting in April, May of this year, we will be beginning a series of clinical trials to further test and improve our current programs and develop ways to make these programs easily accessible and affordable for you, your community and people everywhere. These programs will help you find and eliminate the root of mental health issues and build healthy new habits and mindsets. As you may be aware, clinical trials are not cheap, so we need your help please consider contributing to this research project. Any amount will help and all proceeds go directly to the research and clinical trials. For more information on this project and to donate, please visit drleafresearch.com. That is D-R-L-E-A-F-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H, all one word lowercase, dot com. Please help me change this broken mental health system. Now back to today's podcast. Let's talk about how to deal with the Sunday scares and Monday blues. It's really common to dread Monday. This is not something abnormal. I've experienced it, my four kids have, and I'm sure you have. The freedom and relaxation and lack of pressure of the weekend has come to the end and now you've got to face the reality of getting back into that routine and the challenges of work and school. That issue comes in when it's really causing a lot of anxiety and panic attacks and making you feel sick. You know, your brain and your body will respond to how your mind is functioning. And you can literally feel physical pain in your heart when you are very anxious and panicky and dreading something that's coming up. So we really need to apply a few techniques to help us how to deal when it becomes an actual issue. So if it's just the normal dreading that's okay but what happens if we get to the point where this is really becoming something that is actually affecting how you function affecting your peace your happiness that you find you're not just dreading Sunday nights you start dreading it from Friday because Sunday's coming too soon The first thing that you need to do is to be aware of your bodily reactions to how you're how you're panicking or the anxiety attack or the panic attack What are you feeling physically It's a very practical step and it helps you to kind of anchor you in becoming quite analytical about the process of managing the situation. So very objectively analyze how you're feeling on that Sunday evening just before work. What are you feeling physically in your heart, your brain, your body and write that down. Now once you're aware of that then start asking yourself some why questions. Why do you feel this? And as you answer Something like, well, I feel it because my boss yells at me. Why does he yell at you? He yells at me. He's just so unfair. I'm trying to do my best. Or what, what exactly is he yelling at you about? And so you go through a series of why questions until you find that perhaps he's just completely unreasonable. Perhaps the demand that he is, that he's the one with the issue may be not you. perhaps you just don't, aren't skilled enough for that particular job or you need to get some new skills or you need to speak to a colleague to know how to, who maybe worked for that boss before. The point is that the second step is you ask yourself a bunch of why questions about why you are dreading that situation. If it's school, maybe it's that there's a course that you're really battling with and you're just not understanding it. Once you start getting to the answers, the why taking you to the cause of the issue, you can then start moving into techniques to help you manage that. So number one, identify the physical reaction. Number two, ask yourself the why questions about to try and get to the emotional root or the cause of why you're feeling those physical reactions. And the third thing is what are you going to do about it? So one of the one of the great tools that you can start applying, whether you are having an extreme reaction or whether you are having just kind of a, a a normal reaction, dread reaction to the weekend ending, is recent research by at UCLA showed that if you treat your weekend as a vacation, it changes your mindset. It changes your mindset significantly enough to carry over into the week. And if you do this a few times, you actually start training yourself how to treat your weekends in a very very different quality way. See I think what often happens is that we go into a weekend and we allow the week to kind of bleed into the weekend in that we allow the stresses and the anxieties of the week to enter into our space or place of rest. Your brain and your body cannot keep going. They have to have regular rest during the course of the day, every single day. But you do have to have your weekend at least one day in the, over the weekend where you just don't think about work, where you don't think about school. I know it's not always possible. I know that there always there are deadlines. We face that often. But as far as possible, you need to try and make as many weekends as you can, even if it's one or two weekends in your month treat them like a vacation. And what is the mindset of a vacation? It's fun, it's anticipation, it's it's excitement, it's things like sleeping in and doing fun stuff and making fun meals, having fun meals together, maybe trying out new recipes, getting friends over to watch a movie, doing things that you love to do. When I'm, when I'm home, my schedule is, is very, very busy. So when I'm home, when I treat my weekends like a vacation and very often my weekends are middle of the week because we do a lot of work over weekends. One of the first things I do is know that, oh, I can sleep late tomorrow. I don't have to get up early to get on a plane. I don't have to rush from one hotel to the next and one event to the next. That is already for me such a mental treat. I also love to watch my favorite movies or watch my favorite shows on TV. I have a sauna and it's one of my favorite places that I go to where I sit and I just spend a couple of hours watching, watching my favorite shows, switching off completely and watching and just relaxing. Sometimes though, I don't do that. Sometimes I let my work interfere into my rest time and then I find myself dreading what I'm doing, but I even though I love what I'm doing. So as soon as I start feeling that dread and that panic and that, oh, I don't want to do this coming on me, I know that I haven't rested enough. Because I know that when we rest, brain research shows us that our brain reboots. When your brain reboots, you get a completely different perspective on things. You get a completely different way of looking at things. You get insight into what you need to eliminate, what you need to add into your life to make it work more effectively another big another amazing way of dealing with this is also talking to people I find it incredibly helpful when I'm starting to dread things to immediately become aware that I'm in the state where I'm not functioning on top of my game I'm starting to dread the next day of work or something like that then I know it's time to respond to my body and to respond to what's going on in my mind and start asking myself asking myself the why questions but also talking to someone my husband's amazing like that and my kids are amazing and we I'll talk it through I'll just say and I'll just say how I'm feeling and I always get this great advice back from my husband and my kids mom go relax go watch your movies in the sauna don't work don't pick up your phone don't answer the emails and I have had to force myself to not half watch a movie and half be on the emails or half watch a movie and half do the research or watch the movie but keep on thinking about I've got to do this I've had to train myself to do that and I've had to choose to do that and it really does work Another thing about treating your weekend as a vacation or your days off as a vacation is to not feel guilty. I tell you, I've been guilty of feeling guilty. Where I'm here in my, at home sleeping late and then I suddenly wake up and think, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to have done this, 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 this and this. And the guilt just sweeps over and steals all my peace. I choose in that moment to refuse to feel guilty. I know that I need that moment to reboot. I need that day to reboot. And I've trained myself over time to recognize when I'm in that state, where I, when, I, when I'm really battling to really focus and not be on top of my game. And I don't allow the guilt to come in. The days that I do, I don't rest and I don't reboot. The days I control the guilt and really, and really give myself that rest that I need, those are the days that I completely find that I restore health very quickly. Another thing that research shows is incredibly helpful for dealing with this Sunday scare, Monday blue issue or dreading work in whatever situation is actually supporting others. It's reaching out and helping others. This has a significant effect on your physical health and your mental health. So when you're in that state and you feel like you're dreading, maybe text someone and get on a call with someone and chat to someone who you know needs some help. In your moment where you're feeling panicky, by reaching out and helping someone else, you actually increase your own ability to help yourself by a massive factor of anywhere between 50 and 70%. Here are a couple more things to help you deal with those Sunday scares and Monday blues. For example, you could create a weekly or daily list of things that you look forward to. So make a list of what you love doing. Dinner plans, going to an exciting restaurant, um, a weekend away that you're planning, a new recipe, some people that you're going to see, a movie, a new exercise routine, um, whatever you love. Be intentional about this, about having something that you can look forward to. Make a list of them and then start fitting those into your life. Be very intentional about creating mental health breaks. We see from the research that if you don't give yourself mental health breaks daily, where you just switch off to the external, switch on to the internal, over um, over lunchtime perhaps, where you just let your mind daydream, in addition to your weekends, if you don't have that kind of mindset you're going to find that you build up this toxic dread so that it doesn't go away just gets worse and worse every day so you kind of need to keep this under control daily so maybe at lunchtime when you take a break chat to someone make it a fun thing go and get lunch together go for a walk sit in the sun and if there is sun shining and just close your eyes and just for a few moments let your mind just daydream and wonder have a little 10 minute dose put your timer on those little naps are fantastic for rebooting the brain Don't allow yourself in those moments to feel guilt. Just allow yourself to rest. Just encourage yourself to rest. Another tip that you can do is to make Sunday nights and Monday mornings exciting. So maybe that's the night that you save for your favorite movie or that's the night that you save Sunday night is the night that you actually plan to have your friends around. Whatever it is that you love to do, don't plan it for Saturday, plan it for Sunday night so that you can really be excited about that. Maybe Monday morning, change up your routine. And instead of doing your workout Monday morning, sleep in a little bit and do a Tuesday morning instead. So just find something that you like to do that makes it a little more exciting. The other thing is, as you go in and prepare yourself mentally for the week, make sure that you reconceptualize, redesign, re-look at what kind of mindsets you have for the week. Reconceptualize the week. Instead of saying, oh, this is going to be a terrible week, don't do that because then you set up a negative expectation. Reconceptualize that to, this is going to be a challenging week, but I'm going to get through this. These are the issues that I know I'm facing, but it's a process. So don't just see it as this big negative thing. Break it down into bite-sized chunks and see it as a process of challenges that you're going to learn new information. That's reconceptualizing. Instead of seeing it as something terrible, you're seeing it as something manageable that is going to be a challenge, but it's something that you're going to learn, it's going to improve your brain function, you're going to improve your mental health, you'll gain new knowledge. That's reconceptualizing it. Dive into the week with the correct reconceptualized mindset so that you land on your feet. Another tip is challenge yourself to find someone in your environment this week, whether it's work or school or whatever it is that you do that needs help and reach out to them and talk to them. You might be thinking, I don't know who needs help. We all need help. We all love to be listened to. We all love it when someone reaches out to us and says, how can I help you? Do you want to chat? Is there anything I can do for you? Challenge yourself to do that at least once this week. Really tune in and really listen to someone else. This will help you as well shift your mindset about the week. Tremendous things happen in your brain and your body, health-wise, neurochemically wise, etc. to help you to function at a higher level when you reach out and help other people. Besides the fact that it just makes you feel fantastic. And that feeling alone is enough to help you see the week in a completely different way. And another final tip, which is quite a radical tip, is that you may have to do something like quit your job. You may have to find another job. If this job is If you've gone through all this process I've just explained to you and you still find it's a challenge, it may be that you need to quit your job or take some time out of university. Looking, getting yourself into a mentally healthy state in order to cope with life is very important. And if you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and hoping that you'll eventually have that vacation, or eventually have that break, will eventually not have that break you'll actually break down. It takes tremendous amount of courage to create a to-, to quit a toxic environment. It doesn't mean that you have to feel guilty. This is something that you need to do, and if you need to do it, if you really need to do this, just do this and don't feel guilty. Sometimes a radical move is needed just for you to be able to function in a mentally healthy way. A few years ago, I actually had a project on the go that is really stands out in my mind because it really caused me to dread going there. It was a real Sunday scare, Monday blue situation and I would go there five days a week after, over a period of time when I was doing the project. The leaders wanted, and the organizers wanted me there and believed in everything I was doing but the actual people that I worked with, the staff, they just did not want the change. They did not want what I was telling them. It was a huge challenge to their current way that they were doing things and I it was quite radical what I was doing and I remember feeling like ill sometimes, like feeling like my heart's going to stop, feeling like my, my stomach is turning over, not being able to eat and anxious. And I tuned into those feelings because I realized that I had a skill that needed to be delivered and it was really a good purpose and I could win these people over and the end result working with the leaders would be producing something incredible. And I had to that's what I did. I told myself that. I reconceptualized, took that energy that I was pouring into the toxicity, into the dread, and I turned that into something constructive, saying, well, this is not what I, I it's just a temporary hitch, it's just what I'm going through, And but the results are going to be worthwhile. And The reason the people were being so negative was also because they didn't understand fully what I was doing and it was a huge threat to the the system that they had in place because it was a radical change. So I put myself in their shoes to reconceptualize so I had more compassion for them. I wasn't defensive when I was with them. When they were aggressive, I didn't feel like I had to defend myself. But before I did that, I did feel like I had to defend myself. I saw everything as an offense. Once I had reconceptualized and realized and put myself in their shoes, I was able to redesign, reconceptualize and go in and transform and achieve my goals. And at the end of the day, we had a fantastic breakthrough. And the people that were really aggressive to me ended up coming and apologizing and saying sorry and coming on board and helping me facilitate a major change. But I can tell you for the first few weeks, the first few days, I really battled and then I made a decision. And that's what you can do. You can apply these. You can change. You can get your mind under control in order to achieve that goal. I know because I've done it and I've seen so many people do it. I hope this has helped you realize that you can't just push through without taking the breaks at these little techniques like taking, seeing your, your, your weekends as vacations, reconceptualizing, uh, taking little mental breaks during the course of a day, getting your mindsets changed in a way that you see things from a different angle, not just pushing through, being intentional about having fun and building fun into your day-to-day life and especially into that Sunday evening, Monday blue time period. I hope that these have helped you to manage your your this the stresses and potential panic attacks and anxiety that you experience from potentially makes ex- be experiencing from Sunday scares and Monday blues. If you liked today's podcast and want to learn more and go deeper into these concepts, I encourage you to attend my 2019 Mental Health Solutions Summit this December in Dallas, Texas. This conference is all about helping you manage your mental health and give you the tools needed to help others in your life. Whether you are a parent looking for ways to help your child, a teacher looking for ways to help your students and your colleagues, a pastor looking for ways to help your congregation, or a therapist looking for more techniques to help your clients, this conference is for you. Early bird. Ticket sales end on March 31st. And for more details and to register, go to drleafconference.com. D R L E A F conference or one word lowercase, dot com. Also, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter to get even more tips and tools to equip and empower you to take back control over your mental health. You can sign up at drleaf.com. One last thing, if you like this podcast, I would love it if you left a review. You can also include suggestions and topics that you would like covered in future episodes. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new and helpful. Till next week, thanks again. I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf.